Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast that counts down everything this week that made you say the title of the podcast. I'm Eli Uden. I'm Kath Barbadoro. And Patty's not here. Josh Gondelman is here, but I'm Josh really... Josh Gondelman is here. I'm jazzed up, because I don't think I've ever done the intro before, because I'm I was not good like, at that stuff. I was like not ready to say my name, because I was so hyped on you doing the intro. Oh, I, I like forgot what I was it. doing. My it, microphone it lowered from my ceiling like like WWE or whatever. <laughs> Very excited. And then you knew to play my theme music when I when you were announcing me. <laughs> right? I feel like we like... we Usually when we have a guest, we like kind of roll out the the verbal red carpet a little bit we oh, have yeah. shelby plays like a some applause we get like round ball rock or something going but this time we were just so <laughs> i was jazzed entranced by it. your intro that uh we were just like also josh gondelman's here Patty. i was riled up there we go oh yeah that's pretty good ladies and gentlemen for maybe some dropkick murphys but yeah. <laughs> here to promote his new special people pleaser and also because patty's not here ladies and gentlemen <laughs> josh gondelman <laughs> thank you god i've never received a more honest intro <laughs> <laughs> well it's like I always feel bad because people like, you know, we love having guests. Mm -hmm. We have many funny friends, Mm -hmm. but we all talk too much to have guests on when there are four. Mm -hmm. Like four people is too many people for our podcast. It's so so much riffing. Yeah. (laughs) And we are all like bad at not talking. We like do not (laughs) give people space. We really Mm -hmm. do not like get out of the way. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, we only have people on when, when someone can't come. And fortunately, I have Patty, poisoned Patty. <laughs> yeah, you poisoned his cheeseburger in paradise. If you've been looking at his Twitter lately, uh, he has gone full on vacation mode in a truly psychotic way. He is covered Fully in Margaritaville. Parrots. Yes. He's just, <laughs> we learned new stuff. He was like, the parrots are pretty heavy. I was like, I did want to know that. You know? Let's see. Yeah, yeah, he is in vacation mode, never coming back. He's moving to the villages in Florida. Um, <laughs> or no, he's moving to Margaritaville. There's a Jimmy Buffett one, I forgot. The retirement Mar- community. I, um, that was the topic of the M. Night Shyamalan film, The Margarita Village, right? <laughs> yeah. I feel like a horror Lady film in set in Margaritaville would actually be like kind of sick. It would be cool. Yeah. I mean, you got that for about 30 seconds in... Uh, one of the Jurassic movies, right? That's like the one thing where the Mark Evil gets the pterodactyl oh, comes down and then eats somebody. I tapped out early with the Jurassic movies. I yeah. feel like they're really they're tempted fate. They're at this point. Well, Josh, I've literally only seen the first one. The first yeah. one was great. Well, both of you, you're not gonna believe this, but the dinosaurs continue to be a problem <laughs> in the oh. world of the Jurassic franchise. I think they okay. have not figured it out yet. Hot take. I think the people continue to be a problem. <laughs> the dinosaurs are just living their lives. Yeah. 
That is true. The dinosaurs are just like they're they're following their like biological imperative. There's no part of human nature that says we need to continue to unleash dinosaurs into the world. Right, because it's not like there just was a dinosaur. Mm. And it's not like dinosaur (laughs) outbreak where there's a monkey who like brought a dinosaur overseas or something. It's like we made the dinosaurs. Jurassic Park, the whole, it's it's the story of fuck around and find out. It truly is. Actions and consequences is Mm -hmm. what the Jurassic Park franchise is all about. Humans were the dinosaurs all along because of their (laughs) refusal to think in a in a a, a modern manner about dangers. Yeah, of the dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. That Uh, there's my dad was telling me there's like a a big hunting preserve in northern New Hampshire and like there's this they constantly have the Jurassic Park problem where like animals get out all the time and like destroy the ecosystem where it's like (laughs) yeah this like. This like wild boar should not be in the mountains of New Hampshire, just like laying waste. Going vacation mode. <laughs> yeah. Going vacation mode. Absolutely. That would be a good. Just make a movie just called like Moose Park, and it's just <laughs> the same thing, but it's just a lot of moose that got out. Yeah. And it's still a huge fucking huge problem. problem. Like or even a non-native species of flora, <laughs> where it's yeah. like park park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean that's that would be the real thing. It's like forget about like the mosquito and amber. It'd be like no, actually we just released too many regular mosquitoes, and now <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Now West Nile is back. We and... thought these vines would look cool on the side of a house, and now they're choking out all the trees <laughs> and crops. <laughs> yeah, that's just... just like a problem in what like eighty percent of the United States. There's like yeah. I know like kudzu is like a huge problem mm-hmm. where it's like people put it on their houses. Yeah. Also, I want to say Shelby's going absolutely nuts with the copywritten music because Patty's not here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he knows he's, he's not, not going to get yelled at. The, the <laughs> Jurassic Park theme. I had a, uh, Engl- uh, excuse me, American studies professor in college who looked so much like the guy who played Dr. <gasps> John Hammond from Jurassic Park. And every time he, he would... had a scepter. <laughs> a scepter. Every, it was mostly a sceptral resemblance. Yeah. Every time he would descend from the top of the lecture hall down to where he was going to talk, we would all just be like in the middle, be like, da, da, da. <laughs> like twice a week for a semester. I like that the yeah. way you described that made it sound like he was like lowered on wires. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was very. He would the, descend. The American Studies Department at Brandeis University is all about spectacle. (laughs) It's kind of like the Cirque du Soleil of the campus. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, also an avoidable problem for him. You know, he like goes home at night and his wife's like, did they do it again? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, you got to stop wearing the hat. You got to stop. (laughs) I'm telling you. (laughs) I I remember him with the hat, but that might just be me filling in details. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the thing where... You know the human brain, like a sentence can be all out of order, but yes, you yes, still yes. put it together. Yep. Just yeah. he looks so much like John Hammond that you're like, I my brain is just adding the hat. The hat I remember a little dinosaur in the background yeah. while I was teaching. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of stuff in amber in that class for some reason. Yeah, everything uh-huh. he gave all his PowerPoint presentations, you had to watch through a filter of they amber. Were preserved in amber, yeah, man. And the little yeah. DNA guy like gave all the lectures. <laughs> that would be cool. That part would be good. That's fun. what science is to me is uh, you're doing research and then like the their clippy is the little DNA guy. That's yeah. like, looks like you're building a research paper. Do you want help? Looks like you're committing a, an atrocity against God, him or herself. <laughs> looks like you're trying to combine two animals. 
<laughs> Would you like help with that? Yeah. That's Dr. Moreau's Clippy. <laughs> The clippy yeah. of Dr. Morrow. Just a little a little Igor that comes in. It's like, are you trying to reanimate someone? <laughs> See, Microsoft Word has maybe gone too far. <laughs> yeah. It almost does feel like that there's, you know, that those kind of researchers, like people who are working on truly like kind of terrifying stuff are also using probably Google Docs. Like, yeah, this, it's all the yeah. same software. Yeah. They don't it's have very like, efficient. They're not because I, well, that's it, right? Like today's, what, what the closest we have to mad scientists, they don't just have like a dark room full of bubbling beakers, <laughs> yeah. like Excel spreadsheets and stuff. Yeah. Like the fact that oh, our. Tr- truly like the worst atrocities all originate in Excel spreadsheets. Like yeah. every horrific thing that, uh, you know, is coming down the pipe for us started yeah. for sure. In like, Excel we've done a cost benefit analysis <laughs> and giant robot emerges from the yeah. earth shooting it's, lasers. Yeah. Our doom is like for sure on a thumb drive. It is like <laughs> fucked up to think about. Yeah. It's it wild. Really that, that our, our little outline of like funny animal stories is like on the same server as a research paper that was like all subjects died. Um, perished, <laughs> you know, like just a list of like countries to invade? Question mark. Yeah. <laughs> there is, uh, there is like a really good tweet I saw that said they're like, there's like every big tech thing is one of two people. It's either like the guy who's like you know deep in some sort of hot top secret like Google uh, think tank, or it's a guy named Ronald who invented a number counter that if it goes down, the entire like internet breaks like, right it's just like a nerd in 1993 on a usenet group like yeah. there's a piece of his code that keeps all of this together it's yeah, yeah it's the building block of our entire modern <laughs> the person thing. who is responsible for y2k not actually happening <laughs> that's such a crazy thing that uh i love when that comes up and people are like remember y2k didn't happen and then you f- get computer people they're like it almost did happen. Yeah. They were like, right. do you understand how everyone like truly went insane to prevent that from happening? But it definitely would have happened. Right. It um, wasn't like a totally outlandish thing to be afraid of. Like yeah. People act like it was like a moral panic or something. And it's like, no, right, no, no, right, people right. had to work very hard to, to like prevent yeah. our entire system from collapsing. It was right. like people being like, oh, isn't that crazy that Meteor just went away? And they were like, it didn't go away. We, <laughs> we had to send Bruce Willis to find yeah. it. That's why there's no more Bruce Willis. He drilled it. Well, This since- is what we need. We need like an Armageddon-style movie about Y2K, mm-hmm. where and they since- send coders on a kamikaze mission to... Yeah. Adam McKay, I know you're listening. (laughs) And in case Patty is listening, I will bring up Patty's biggest peeve with the the Bruce Willis Armageddon franchise, which is that they decided to train drillers to be astronauts instead of teaching astronauts Astronauts how to drill. drill. (laughs) Does seem like a better solution. Patty, you've been represented here. (laughs) Yeah. No offense to drillers. I'm sure that's complicated. A a trade that takes um, effort and expertise. Sure. You want people to be good at it. But I think you're right. So does astronautism. Being an astronaut yeah. is harder to learn, I would say. It was just, li- they, w- they just wanted to create some new jobs for coal. That was, they were like, that's gotta, what it is. It's litigated. Yeah. We're like, we need to do these guys. Was that build back better? <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, no, if if Armageddon happened now, that would be the, the line on it. It's like, it's a false flag to give coal miners new jobs. <laughs> it's all like, it was invented 
artificially and to then get people the coal would, people. people would be against it. I mean, I oh, think yeah, could, I think they could. The me, a meteor could wipe out like a country, and then they would just be like, "That never happened." They would. Just oh be yeah, like, no, for sure. They were like, you know. <laughs> Sorry just about be this like, gloomy podcast this week. We're really doing our best to not just totally yeah. <laughs> despair. In we a, circled back around to gloom because that's how all of our brains yeah, are wired. Uh, uh, non-democratic politics creating um, creating existential threats to human life. Right. It's on our minds. Yeah. It's, uh, it's kind of at the forefront at the moment. It's been relevant as of late. <laughs> as of late. Yeah, oh, man. But uh, I guess Bad on that stuff. note, do you want to do numbers? <laughs> do you want to talk about anything else on that? Yeah, note? Let's, sure. let's talk about our first story uh, is a real. <laughs> our first story is a real feel good one. So yeah. I'm excited about it. I think it'll. I think it'll turn things around. <laughs> <laughs> it, some would say it'll fix everything. <laughs> Number five. Uh, number five, I, I truly do enjoy this. Uh, this was sent to us on the Discord by my bussy, my bussy, and me. I believe they also added a note saying this isn't really news, as if that's not our specialty. So we're <laughs> getting into it. This is so. Uh, this is just. I'm glad there's some people who are still kind of plumbing Facebook for for like the few diamonds on the rough there, because that this is from Facebook, which I would never you know voluntarily go to. But, but this is like absolutely the kind of story that is you only find on Facebook. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's very. I'm glad there are people, yeah, looking out for mm-hmm. the good stuff. Mm-hmm. They're their own miners of a sort. They're drilling the meteor of Facebook to find <laughs> the sweet core of. They're of, astronauts who learn to use Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Which and is then that? also sort of similarly sacrificing themselves because if you spend too much time on Facebook, it's like. You know, it's a madness rune. It mm-hmm. makes you go insane. So, like, thank you for sacrificing your brain. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like they have. It's like an eclipse that needs to be like monitored for some reason. So <laughs> everyone has to take three seconds looking at it to make sure it doesn't go bad. But yeah, this is a this is some district. This is from the district fair beat. This is from the Virginia Kentucky district fair, which is either a town, the town of Virginia in the state of Kentucky, or a town called <laughs> Kentucky in the state of Virginia. Not my problem. I don't know. What, it's confusing. Um, don't know why you would. Okay, so apparently this is in Wise, Virginia. Okay, and it's. I think it's on the border. Okay. Okay. Well, I've just found out once again that my geography is horrific. Um, <laughs> I I did not think about those states bordering each other. Okay, either, but they very much do. That makes well, me feel a little bit better. Think about there being a whole second Virginia west of Virginia. Right. So yeah. It couldn't possibly also touch Kentucky. <laughs> right. Virgi- west Virginia is supposed general. to be west. However, yeah. it is not. I mean, it kind of is. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Is this dueling banjos or something? <laughs> but yes, um, it is. <laughs> I just feel like we should encourage our banjos to collaborate. <laughs> this banjo on banjo violence has to stop. This is a time for unity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Banjo needs to reach across the cornfield. Hold <laughs> <laughs> hands with banjo. These two banjos have more in common than they do, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, this is... Uh, it's, it's the a- narcissism of minor chord differences. <laughs> it is. <laughs> exactly. Um, so this is what it was, was it posted on Facebook were the results of most of the events in the Virginia, Kentucky district fair, like the food events, not the, you know, like three legged race or whatever county fair stuff is. Yeah, you're like the fastest um, pig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so as you go down this, you notice 
that this fair was absolutely just decimated, just completely swept by the woman by a woman named Linda Skeens, who has gone <laughs> like I'll go through. I mean, all she right. won everything. She <laughs> won. Okay. okay, I'll just Sorry. keep going. I'll read. I'll read them all. And I'm every time you think. I'm about to be done reading how much stuff she won. I assure you, I'm not. Here's okay, best overall winners. There's a couple that I'd like to highlight when we get there. <laughs> yeah. Best overall winners. First, best overall canned vegetable. Linda Skeens. Parenthesis for corn. For corn. Yeah. Best overall canned tomato, which I guess it's its own. I guess tomato's not a vegetable. That's very pedantic for a county fair, but I'll, I'll let it happen. <laughs> best overall canned tomato once again. Linda Skeens. Uh, like the SNL, once again, Linda Skeens. Um, I knew the fast part of Dueling Banjos was coming, and this is like trying to, this is, is like an a, IQ test. I can't. Shelby, it is a bit loud. <laughs> Turn it down just a bit. I do like it in the background, but it is not in the background. It is a full participant in the yeah, show. Yeah, Eli is in the background. <laughs> There it's dueling banjos with a soundtrack of Eli reading a bunch it's, of county fair winners. It's banjo versus banjo yeah. versus Eli is really right. the I situation. I think the banjos are going to turn against Eli. They're form an alliance. Yeah. I, am, I am fucking friendly fire with this duel between the banjos. <laughs> they, they found a Collateral common damage. enemy, like the end of... Uh, uh, Watchmen yeah. <laughs> to, to unify the banjos was introducing mm-hmm. Eli. <laughs> well, we'll keep going here. Best overall pickled cucumber. Unfortunately, Robin Moore did take the best Ooh. overall pickled cucumber. Then, when you're reading this list, you're like, okay, a couple Linda Skeens, one Robin Moore, and then it's like, uh oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> best overall. So, so Robin Moore took the cucumber, but best overall non cucumber pickled item. Linda Skeens with some peppers, pickled peppers. Ooh. Best overall relish, Linda Skeens. Though it also, in some parentheses, says this is chow chow, which is basically a candy, um, if it's what mm. I think it is. Um, I might be thinking of doggy chow, but... I think you are. Okay. I, I feel like chow chow as a pickled thing is something different. Okay. I was thinking of puppy chow, where it's just like Chex Mix covered in chocolate and powdered sugar. Yeah, that's oh. not a relish. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I agree oh, with you, you. You've never even put that on a chalk dog. <laughs> Look, I mean, if they consider tuna salad a salad, there's no rules anymore. It's just mayonnaise. I don't know what they're. So anyway, she takes it with chow chow. Best overall fruit. Robin Moore reemerges a bit. Oh, of shit. Ro- arch enemy here. She's peaches. Back. So best overall fruit is just peaches. Best overall jelly. Linda Skeens with grape. She's got a whole canning operation going on. Oh, yeah. Her house is full of mason jars. Yeah. (laughs) She's keeping the mason company in business. (laughs) The risk of... Enough botulism to take over an entire state if things go south (laughs) at Linda Skeen's house. She's bankrolling the Freemasons with all the mason jars she's purchasing. People don't know that. That is is how they are financed. That's how they make their money. It's right right. in the name. Wake up, sheeple. (laughs) Like, at this point with Linda Skeen's, it's like, is Linda Skeen's like a... You know, like, uh, like she's doing like, like homemaking, or is she a doomsday prepper? Because the sheer mm. amount of pre- preserved food Those that she has. Those two lifestyles, I think, are slowly merging. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're right. There's, they're certainly sharing tips and tricks. They're yeah, in a yeah, Facebook yeah. group together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. They, they're shopping at the same stores. <laughs> yeah. So it's also like, at, at, there's there's a level at which you see Linda Skeens winning 
some categories and you're like maybe this is just a small county where not many things participate not many people participate but mm-hmm. the sheer breadth of what she is making yeah. to submit you're just like she, she her her time she's so efficient <laughs> she's the, ruthless the the idea of like making a dinner that involves both like a protein a carb and a vegetable is mm-hmm. like too much for me yeah. most nights <laughs> And she's like, I have made everything. I've done. <laughs> yeah. Give me Pick more. Anything what else that she comes got? out of the right. goddamn ground. <laughs> yeah. Uh, best overall jam, Linda Skeens, which I guess if you know the jelly, you know the jam. Uh, peach raspberry. Best mm-hmm. overall. Take, take that, Robin Moore's stupid peaches. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She might be able to grow them, but Linda Skeens know how to fucking jam them. All right. Mm-hmm. You and made it a got... hot rhyme. I made it a hot song, as Jay Z would say. <laughs> <laughs> then we have a category that, for some reason, I have like a, like just a hunch that Linda Skeens doesn't consider like a real category, which is best <laughs> overall quilt. I feel like Linda Skeens is like, I don't give a shit about quilts. I don't do quilts. Yeah. All right. Can you, you eat, can't a quilt eat a quilt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gonna you gonna munch on a quilt when the, when the revelation comes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and that is that was one by Luella Perry. I assume this is a style of quilting, but it just says parenthesis crazy quilt, which just does sound like people are like, holy shit. Don't editorialize the <laughs> yeah. person making the judging. Uh, like whoever's writing this list just like that quilt was nuts. Yeah. Let yeah. me tell you. Her quilt goes crazy. And man. then we get and then we. So this is, I think, what Josh was ending at where you read the first list and you're like, OK, this is a fairly dominant performance. Yeah. And then you get to the baked goods category, and this is fucked. Like, it's... Dude. Like, there's stuff here that I don't think is allowed. All right. Yeah. And now I know what you want to talk more about. Okay. I feel like I got to just save those. Okay, so let's say cakes, okay. first place, Linda Skeens. Pies, first place, Linda Skeens. Brownies, first place, Linda Skeens. Sweet bread, first place, Linda Skeens. Chow no Chow, which she's already won for, first place, Linda Skeens. Um, here's... Here's where some, some baked goods that I am confused about how this happened. Cookies, first place, Linda, Linda Skeens. Skeens. Second place, Linda Skeens. Linda Skeens. <laughs> Third place, Linda, Linda motherfucking Skeens. <laughs> how do you win? It's just an empty podium with Linda Skeens on it. Linda how do you Skeens, win your entire top places? five, dead or alive. Yeah. How yeah, did, man. Did she make just multiple types of cookies, I guess? I also, guess, and they just were so dominant. They she just did this beat everybody. Three times. She also swept the categories of savory bread and candy. And Holy we're talking about fuck. how hard to make candy is like a whole other fucking thing. Candy yeah, is like that's a like an entirely different, different discipline. discipline. <laughs> yeah. You got a taffy puller in your fucking house? <laughs> if these were. You mean these... it's the Skeens compound? Yeah. <laughs> if, if this were a, a manufactured. Like, like, you know, mass manufactured thing. These would be different factories. Oh, you yeah. Know, no, Lin- Linda Skeens is like the fucking Unilever of this county. Like, <laughs> she just does Whole everything. Whole Foods doesn't have this many yeah. varieties of breads and cookies. Her kitchen looks job, like Linda. a... <laughs> yeah. her, her kitchen looks like a Looney Tunes factory. There is... <laughs> looks like a Rube Goldberg device. So, yeah, she swept all these. There's some other people that won, like, one fucking thing. Squash Relish, Do- Donita Davis... Corn relish, Linda Skeens, um, <laughs> salsa. First place, Robin Moore. Second place, Donita Davis. The fact which that there makes isn't... me think Linda Skeens didn't even submit a yeah, salsa. Yeah, because there's no third yeah. place, so there must have only been two entrants. So Linda Skeens just didn't participate. Applesauce. First place, Linda Skeens. Canned blackberries. See, I, all the all the categories that 
other people won just seemed to be like very specific that they're ones she that just Linda didn't Skeens do. doesn't respect. Yeah. yeah. It gives you a lot of information on Linda Skeens. Now, this is the only <laughs> one that I feel really does probably hurt. Canned yeah. peaches, first place, Robin Moore, second place. Linda Skeens. Ooh. You know yeah. what? She's, she's going to take that silver medal. She's going to throw it in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> Which also... Second place's first loser. Quote, Linda Skeens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, we got canned pears, Linda Skeens, and grape jelly, which I think she already won for <laughs> once. Linda Skeens. So she is absolutely dominated. Um, people are going buck wild on Facebook. Uh, Linda Skeens needs her own Netflix series. <laughs> Um, my friend wants to know if Linda is single, and then the I absolute... want I want an interview with Robin Moore. I need to know what Robin Moore thinks about. Linda. Oh, she's yeah. I can tell. Yeah, I'm like, I, be- I bet I bet Robin Moore does not think very positively of Linda Skeens. But after all this, I mean, I I hope it's her. I I, I have to hope, and it isn't somebody to you know, like do this. Uh, the fucking absolute legend does show up in the Facebook comments Hell yeah. with just the classic old person Facebook account. <laughs> just her government name and her picture is just like her in a chair. And it's Linda Skeen says, thanks, y'all. Just <laughs> unbelievable. Humility. Thank you. A woman of the people. <laughs> Look, she's not going to gloat. She knows what she... It speaks for itself. She's, you know, thanks, y'all. Man. Probably inconsistently capitalized and punctuated. Probably with a period at the end, actually. Exclamation Thanks, point. Yeah. Okay. She's excited yeah, she's about excited. it. Yeah. yeah. She's fired up. Which is nice that she still gets, you know, this isn't like old hat for her, at least. She's, she's, she's still feeling it. The, so she, she is a, like, who do you think you are? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the um, the guy winning the bowling thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who do you think you are? I am. Oh. <laughs> By the way, live show at the gutter, the bowling alley, July oh, 8, yeah. 8 p.m. It's going to be a real good time. Shelby g- shall playing the bowling sound effect uh, Pavlovian trigger me to plug that in my brain because he's obsessed with it. Jump on it. We're, we're approaching half. All the tickets are gone. So if you want the other yeah, half, you fun. better get in there. The live shows, everyone, are such a good time. It's yeah. like a real delight. And you should... You should go. And I'm just saying that because I want you to have fun. That's, Thank you. This, I have no material benefit to be made from that. <laughs> we Thanks, give, Josh. We, yeah, we, Shelby gets to be connected to both a video screen and the audio of an entire room. It's, <laughs> it's chaos. Yeah. It's very Shelby, fun. You are Shelby's living in a puzzle box. It's <laughs> <laughs> running the table all five senses. Yeah. You're going to taste Shelby. <laughs> you are living in a Hellraiser, Hellraiser puzzle box of Shelby's design. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's very fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please no gun cocking at the live show. Please. (laughs) That just made me think of like a low budget, like low ambition jigsaw, like from Saw, where it's just like a a gun pointed at you. And it's like, this is a puzzle, man. I don't know. I had a thing this afternoon. Look, I I see where your inspiration is coming from, but you have not... Yeah. You have not played this to its conclusion. You have not fleshed out this idea. In I have front of you is a board. bottle of poison. You gotta drink the whole thing. It's like, what if I don't drink the poison? Ah, fuck! Don't! No, I'm not, no, 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 not going to let allowed. you out. That's not allowed. You gotta drink it. Yeah. 
or else you might be thirsty. <laughs> uh, yeah, it'll it'll it, it should be a very good show. I'm excited. Um, but yeah, Linda Skeens has just gone absolutely. As you guys said uh, last time, our tickets are selling like um, like Linda moderately Skeens. selling hotcakes. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, sell- they're selling like hotcakes appropriately. Uh, <laughs> you know relatively briskly selling hotcakes. They're we selling like left. the baked goods of Robin Moore. Not quite Linda Skeen's. <laughs> yeah, not quite at Linda Skeen's level. But people do enjoy them. People do want them. They're selling like regular cakes. You only yeah. need one for an event. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'll hear, I'll share here before we move on. This is a Facebook post from someone else who is named Linda Skeen's who has apparently been just bombarded with... The, so this is Bands. like when... This is like the the better version of someone who's like, just like, I'm also named Samuel Alito. I'm not him or whatever. Uh, She goes, hello, you have found the Facebook page of Linda Skeens. Yep, that's what my mom and daddy named me when I was born. I took my mate. Okay, she's talking about too much stuff. Here's the thing. (laughs) Disclaimer ahead. I am not the Linda Skeens baking phenom who won all of the ribbons at the Kentucky Virginia District Fair. I sure wish I was, because I have been contacted by people from Pennsylvania inviting me to Thanksgiving dinner. (laughs) I've heard from a nice guy from Indonesia. (laughs) Come to Indonesia. Yeah. Uh, All kinds of wonderful people convinced it is me. Alas, I am not the one. And she says she's won a bunch of blue ribbons before. All right. You're not Linda Skeens, though. I like that she's like, well, I've also won stuff. Yeah. I'm not a failure. You like, think there's only one Linda Skeens that's out there winning blue ribbons? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I also am good at things. I need yeah. Facebook to understand this. She's yeah. the one. This Linda Skeens is the one that won Pabst the blue ribbons back in the day. Yeah. 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 That was She's when there was, they were the only beer, I assume. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, I read their Wikipedia page once because I was like, what was that blue ribbon? And it was like basically this. I mean, this is when I was in college. It was like 15, 16 years ago. Yeah. And it was like the Pabst Company won uh, this ribbon for excellence in brewing. And then once Budweiser was invented, <laughs> things kind of went downhill for yeah. old PBR. They won it at the World's Fair when they invented beer. That's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it was, was like, the same, same time they invented like a burger. And yeah. so I was going to say, yeah. Combine them. That's... They, were like, they were like, we used to just pour beers into a hat and then someone had a cold <laughs> tin can and we started using that instead. Man, yeah. stuff doesn't get invented at World's Fairs anymore. I was I think just this thinking is a about problem. that. I think this is where our society started to go downhill when inventions weren't debuted yeah. at World's Fairs. When it wasn't just like, oh, we had all this ice cream, so I wrapped a waffle around it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a star is born. But, but like, I assume you're giving, because that is a specific thing that was invented at World Fair. World yeah. Fair. Like, how it's just hamburgers. Yeah, and, like, can you imagine showing up to a fair and <laughs> hamburgers are invented there? Like, the fucking people are going wild. You never had a hamburger before? And they're like, there's never about been this? a hamburger before. It's not just like, oh, I've heard good things about hamburgers. <laughs> You're just like, this is a, so it's a steak that I hold in my hands and yeah. just chew through like I have dinosaur teeth. <laughs> Yeah. Color TVs, touchscreens, and the telephone all made their debuts at World's Fairs. Mm-hmm. Like, we're fucking up, man. We Holy used to, shit. We got the Eiffel Tower from a World's Fair. Like, we yeah. just... Now it's just, like, fucking Boston Dynamics sh- put, posting Twitter and videos like of robot dogs. The, yeah. Apple, fuck that. the Apple Expos where they're like, yeah, now fuck that. your browser has 
extra tabs. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, invent me the hamburger of iPhone. That's what it would be, too, unfortunately. It'd be like, World's Fair 2022, which is like, Blackwater's it's, here. They're- yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's, it's basically South by Southwest Interactive, which is hell on earth. It's the yeah. worst thing in the entire world. I think yeah. we need a World's Fair, but we need to set some parameters. Like, you have to be able to, like, eat it or like it can't it can't be it can't be like high tech it also needs to be like a fair like it's not a convention hall there needs to be people selling deep fried oreos linda skeens needs to be fucking being awarded table yeah Yeah. we need like there there has to be a ferris wheel agreed it needs to be a fair. Well, Linda Skeens is going to get recruited by whatever the equivalent of like the NSA is for cooking. They're going to like <laughs> track her down. It's the company from that one episode of Breaking Bad where they taste all the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's her new job. Um, I think like this is. Do you ever feel mad that we were born after so much of the uh, the low hanging fruit kind of culturally has been called and harvested? Oh, yeah. Like. We're comedians. Do you know how easy that used to yeah. be? Oh, my oh, God. Wait, I think about it all the time. <laughs> Shopping <laughs> cart wheels. used to just be like, my fucking wife, huh? And then people were like, Geez, we got to get this guy on HBO. Yes. No one's ever said that before. You'd literally be like, hey, the wheels on these shopping carts are don't work so good. And people would be like, I will give you everything you want. What it's is? Like, you need to go on The Tonight Show and tell that joke every three months until you're a household name. Yeah. It's truly like comedy, but also just like, uh, imagine, like, people work so... It, we're now in the era where people are, like, inventing things that already exist. Like, all those tech, like, disruption things. But, right. like, imagine <laughs> imagine being the first... The, imagine trying to do that with, like, other inventions where it's less obvious you're just ripping it off. We're like, that's just a screwdriver, man. You just invented the screwdriver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like so the- you're just doing simple machine again. <laughs> oh, yeah. You just... You can invent scotch... You'd put, invent scotch tape and you'd... Your family is now like a, a world power. It like has like Elon, vote. Right. Yeah. Elon Musk being like, I've created the hyper ramp. And you're like, no, dog, that's an inclined plane. We all know <laughs> the it. The hyper ramp. <laughs> it's just, it is a 1% steeper ramp. And you're like, actually, anyone in a wheelchair will just careen into a nearby wall. Yeah. And he's like, but it's changing the industry. Yeah. He'll be like, I just invented the hyper ramp. And people are like, not only is that just a ramp, that 1% incline you added actually is the 1% you cannot add to ramps because now it's dangerous. It's, yeah, so it's worse. Fast. Yeah. It's too yeah. fast. Basically. Babies are just falling and tumbling down to the bottom. It's yeah. easy. It's, uh, that that one percent is called the baby tumble threshold. <laughs> you violated some old law of physics. Elon Musk, like, we should just give him roller coaster tycoon and tell him it's like real, and yeah. he would just be satisfied. He He's like, yeah. you this is security loop. cam footage. De loop. It just like God. I don't mean to, to derail us too much, but I do. Oh, is that a I pun? do sometimes. God, Kat, that's such a good derail? point. I think all the time about getting about like how easy. Like when you're like, God, this guy. You like you're, you're someone a few years older will be like, this guy was a legend in the game, and you just listen to the comedy, and it's like, it's truly. It's like anyone who's ever had one and a half beers has made the same joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, man, I understand for the time it was groundbreaking, but yeah, it is truly 
Like, you just were the first person who said this on television. Yeah. And so people were like, you're the greatest of all time. It's yeah. very yeah. wild. So the guy who invented the game show, he was like, what if we asked people questions on television? And they were like, you're going to, this is a whole industry that you just created. Yeah. Um, this is going to endure for an astonishingly long period of time. You are indirectly responsible for Chuck Woolery. How does it feel? I, I just saw, I just saw a billboard within the last couple of weeks for that show, Beat Shazam that Jamie oh. Foxx hosts. Oh, he's Beat bad. Sh- Shazam. Isn't that what it's oh, called? Oh, have you not heard of this? It's no. It's exactly I'm sure that's what it's called. I just going I'm... for years at this point. <laughs> Is it like Shazam the app? Yes. Is it like yes. name that tune? Yeah, it's, it's on literally they start no, no, playing no, no. this. B E A T. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why I was like Beach Shazam. <laughs> yeah, that's what Patty's playing all week. Is, yeah. That is what Patty's playing all week. This is on television. I don't want to steal Josh's thunder if you're about to explain this. No, no, no. You go, 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 go. So you they start playing a song, and at the same time they start Shazamming it. And if you can beat Shazam, <laughs> okay, then you win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jamie Foxx hosts it. Jamie Foxx hosts it. Oscar winner. Right? Oscar winner. Yeah. Jamie Foxx. And it's, it's, um, I think people don't give Jamie Foxx enough credit for his tenacity. <laughs> like he's, he was in the movie Booty Call. <laughs> yeah. That and man now, works. Now he makes more money than you can think of. From a show called Beat Shazam that is truly just name that tune, but with app integration. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's doing that thing now that certain celebrities are doing that's crazy. And we, we probably have to move on before, but do, he's doing yeah. that thing that celebrities do now where they're just, their kids are just in commercials with them. And it's like yeah. so, uh, like so transparent because he had a commercial where it was just Jamie Foxx and then his daughter's like, I, I love my new Surface laptop. And then I was like, why am I watching just Jamie Foxx and his family talk about a laptop. This is like barely. Anyways, I'm getting too crotchety. No, but I, I was like, I can't believe that show. Like, incredible respect for keeping that show going. Because I remember hearing about this like five years ago and being like, that's pretty silly. That's and now it's like, yeah. Actually, do I one more tangent. I very quick. <laughs> do you ever like find out what's popular and then be like, uh oh, I don't stand a chance. <laughs> Are you oh, mean yeah. aging? All like the that's... time. No, no, no. I, yes, but I mean, like, not even aging because you're like, oh, the most the the most successful show on on cable. And you're like, oh, is it is it Yellowstone? I, I'm sorry, is it you go? Is it a uh, hacks? Is it whatever? Is it Succession? Like, no, Yellowstone blows all the shows you've ever heard of and watched out of the water into the sky. Yeah, yeah, it's not am... a, it's not an age thing. It's just the like the th- the things I'm interested in are not the things that. Uh, the law of numbers will dictate will yes. ever be successful yeah. or I'm like, like produced. Oh, do you ever, I, I'll be like, why don't they have this band? I love at karaoke. And they're like, yeah, because nine people know about that. Band. <laughs> like, Which right. would already be a pretty bad karaoke. <laughs> like, they're like, Oh, well, I'm not familiar with this, but it sure <laughs> is four minutes long. <laughs> it's so just easy to live in a bubble where you think that all of the stuff that you and your friends like is the stuff that everyone likes. And yeah. then you're like, Oh no, there's a whole other world out there of stuff that, uh, is insanely popular that I have never thought about for one second. And it's of my not life. even that it's bad. It's just like, oh, I'd never no, just, considered that that's, yeah. that's the dominant culture. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, we let's do number four. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Apologies. <laughs> number four. Uh, number four is uh, 
a, a news story that has completely broken my computer. Um, <laughs> has... The sheer amount of trackers on this story. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. My, we, it has actually been about 10 minutes since we finished talking about the last story um, because my computer completely shut down. Uh, when I was trying to introduce the story. So uh, thank you so much to a stray bag, the person who submitted this, for uh, doing this to me. Um, this uh, story comes to us, again, from a stray bag. Uh, if you would like to join our Discord uh, and submit your own stories, you can join at the $10 level on our Patreon, patreon.com slash whatatimepod. Uh, so yeah, this story uh, comes to us from Olverton. In motherfucker, am I frozen again? No. Oh, okay. I just I got scared when I heard Shelby do the noise that he was making fun of me. <laughs> I'm very sensitive right now. <laughs> Shelby cannot play error messages. This is that, the online car he, horn. This is remember when he did the AirPod shutting down noise? Oh, that yeah. was psychic terrorism, in my opinion. Yeah. It's like like uh, the rap song with police sirens in the background. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, he's Nelly a menace. pulled me over. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this ha- this happened in the UK, um, home of uh, news sites full of spyware. Apparently, <laughs> um, there was this traffic jam that went on for two hours, uh, described by one participant as "quote absolute carnage," and uh, the reason it happened is because there was a, a- okay. Again, this news story, I have a lot of problems with it in addition to it breaking my computer because the the way this is phrased, they said a dead slug climbed into one of the sensors. I think an alive slug climbed into one of the sensors and then died. And subsequently died. Yeah. You goddamn... I guess you believe in zombie slugs yeah. in the UK. Um, no respect for the passage of time in this... <laughs> no, the, this person's living in the fifth dimension, apparently, where everything it is also- happening all at once. The way it's written, it takes a really long time. They're like, it was a slug. It was a traffic jam. It was a sensor. A slug got into the sensor and called the traffic jam. And it's like, that's not how you tell a story. <laughs> they really, yeah, they, they give you all the clues. And then they, in the last, like, part of the story, they, they put them all I, together for you. I had an urge to make the most niche Jewish joke about the way you said that, Josh. It was like, a slug on the sensor and then died. Dayenu. Like, just those long <laughs> Jewish songs. Get a life, Jews. That would have been enough if only the slug had walked onto the sensor and not died. (laughs) If only there had been a traffic jam while the Jews were leaving Egypt. (laughs) Kath, we'll get you to a Seder, and then a a year later you can understand the reference. We fucking go. The last time, because the last time we did that, it was the live show, right? We went fucking deep on, like, Jewish folklore. Yeah. It's look, I'm 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 happy to give you guys space to make Jewish jokes that I either A don't understand or B cannot participate in because if I did it would be offensive. That I'm happy to do that. Thank for you. you guys. Thank you for being an ally. Yes. <laughs> uh but You're yeah, man. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, man, a slug <laughs> climbed into one of these sensors. Okay. <laughs> Shelby no such fear. Yeah, just get in there. I always <laughs> I feel like we need a gender neutral mensch because the the obvious choice wench just doesn't do it. Yeah, wench is not the same. Wench is not. If you were like, "Thanks, Kath, you're a wench," I'd be like, "Excuse me, <laughs> fuck you." Now I'm gonna say all the juice stuff I've been holding. Slow back. internet, much, Kath. <laughs> yeah. 
let me be clear. I'm holding so much back about the juice. Just- yeah. <laughs> That's why it's so fun. Just, you know, no, yeah. But the slug. <laughs> the slug that I've been trying to talk about for 20 minutes um, that I'm being censored by my technology about. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, apparently this has happened before. This is like a common thing. I guess when you live in like a, a moist country, they're just slugs climbing all over your traffic sensors yeah. and uh it's a big problem so i guess what happened is like the it like the slug crawled in front of the sensor and then died so that the sensor was like okay there's no one here like we don't need to turn this light red yeah you know or this or the sensor is like there's a giant slug in the middle of the road shut everything <laughs> down <laughs> And they're like, no, sensor, it's just really close to you. Yeah. That's why it looks so This big. thing's the size of a bus. <laughs> the sensor activated mutant slug protocol and caused a huge traffic jam. Yeah. I also love that you've said this has happened before. It's like, it seems like an easy engineering fix, but I don't know. Maybe they should just put like a little lip salt around it. in it or something. <laughs> yeah. Although I guess that would kill the you slug. You gotta salt the sensor. That's, that's what they did. That's the cause. They're like covered in salt. And they're like, oh, we... We've miscalculated here. They put they poured <laughs> beer on it. That's another thing you do for slugs. That kills slugs? If you put out little cups of beer, they drink the beer and get drunk and die and Yeah, they don't the it beer. doesn't like kill them right away, but it does kind of send their life down a dark path. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it, you're really just trapping them into a de- a life of desperation and addiction. Mm-hmm. And uh that helps because they don't eat as many of your uh, plants. I yeah. guess. but they eat they eat way more like cold McDonald's French fries. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have a cold McDonald's French fry farm, don't pour beer in your slugs. Yeah, my my mom is loves to garden, and there are like little dishes of dead slugs all around uh, my yard growing up, which was very oh. gross. Is that what she grew? <laughs> in case yeah. you got hungry while you're gardening, little snacks. <laughs> it is like it is interesting because like she. So she gardens, and so like slugs, pretty easy to like not really give a shit about. They're pretty gross. They're pretty slimy, you know. Mm-hmm. But it is amazing watching uh, someone who gardens just turn on chipmunks, just so <laughs> dramatically. <laughs> just they're so cute. Like you want to like them. My mom would wring a chipmunk's neck while looking in its eyes at this point in her life. Like, Did she, just for the bit, would she be like, Alvin? <laughs> Pro- honestly, no, because she sees no humor in in the, her problem with them. Like, yeah. sure. I feel like it is sure. so serious. Like, she, she just fucking hates them. Mm-hmm. They're like her... Her, uh, her mortal enemy because they eat the figs on her fig tree that she painstakingly grows because you're not supposed to grow a fig tree in northern New England and she has somehow managed and then the chipmunks come and hoping, eat all her figs. She's hoping to entice the production of Mamma Mia 3 to yeah. your home. <laughs> yeah. She's tired of the skyrocketing price of Newtons and wants to produce her own. <laughs> she's going off the grid for Newtons. She's sick yeah, of it. Kath's <laughs> mom... Just slicing Peter Cottontail in half with a shovel. Just <laughs> cold-blooded. Protecting. I bet homemade Newtons would be so much like when a, when a restaurant makes their own ketchup. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. They'd be disgusting. Oh, my I God. I mean, have you had an off-brand Newton? They're not good. They're not very good. There's a secret. There's a secret ingredient in there somewhere. 
And I, I don't want to know what I it do, is. I do like a Newton. Like, I, I think they are kind of an underrated cookie. I think they're pretty good. Yeah. I think they get I think they get unfairly lumped in as, like, a true toddler food. Like, yeah. Like, I feel like, like if I, crackers Yeah. Like, I feel like if I'm eating Fig Newtons, like, somebody is definitely, like, you know, like, are, did you take your kid's lunch by accident? Like, what are you <laughs> right. doing? If I'm eating a Fig Newton, people are like, did you just win a soccer game? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, you can't legally, you can't legally eat a Fig Newton unless your legs are crisscross applesauce and you're sitting in a circle <laughs> with your friends. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is very much that, but they're good. Mm-hmm. I think they're good. They have some yeah, like th- adult marketed ones now that are like you know they're just clearly fig newtons, but they just tried to make them not. <laughs> they for sex kids. them up. Yeah, they, they call sex them, them up. Fuck newtons. <laughs> fuck newtons. <laughs> fuck newtons. <laughs> yeah. The fig newtons thing. They instead of like Duncan, it's just is like get them wet. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. Yeah, sponsor us. Fig Newtons. Sponsor us adult Fig Newtons. <laughs> what are the... I need to look up the adult Fig Newtons. I cannot even imagine Fig Newtons have an internet presence. They're, you have to send correspondence to talk to okay. people at Fig Newtons. New, Newman's Own makes them called Fig Newmans, which no. I think are the ones I've had that are not good. Yeah, I think you need a Newton. Newman's keeps fucking... Stop, like, they're like, oh, we made Oreos that are bad. All right, just make... <laughs> Your goddamn dressing and leave everybody else alone. Stick to your dressing. I've never seen a fig outside it's, of a Newton. You know what it is? <laughs> you, really? You've never seen a fig? They're pretty cool looking. Yeah. I've seen a fig. I, I just feel like uh, it, it, New, Newman's own is like, it's like Apple where it's like they stopped being good once Paul Newman died. You know, yeah. like all the innovation came from Paul Newman and mm. then when he died, they were like, fuck. Then they took the, he- then they took the headphone jacks off of all their cookies. Annoying. <laughs> and then Elizabeth yeah. Holmes was so inspired by Paul Newman, she came up with her <laughs> own salad dressing company that actually the salad dressing would kill you if you tried to use it. It I had blood in it. It had way vaccine. more blood in it. They, at first they said it was just one drop of blood in the salad dressing and then it was revealed you needed like a lot of blood to make the salad. <laughs> yeah, no, they were totally harvesting it. It was no good. Shelby's um, robot voice everyone. informing I mean, us he got the Newman's own vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> the Vaxumans. <laughs> they only that's what they give to give to the toddlers yeah. now. No, now they call they've it, approved it for under five. It's Newman and Newman's vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get Did you get Fizumin or Madumin? <laughs> They're all off brand. They're no good. I'm yeah. telling you. Anyway, yeah, it, why it's like it, Paul Newman, the Jamie Foxx of salad dressing, just an incredible <laughs> late career act. Really, yeah, uh, the tenacity really impressive. The tenacity also, of also popcorn. I feel like I bought the Paul Newman popcorn a lot. Like, oh yeah, he's got he's got stuff going on, or he did. The popcorn, I mean, the popcorn's legacy. pretty good. I'll say that's fine. The, the you know, the dressing is fine. Like, it's all great. Yeah. Medical science, don't know about. Would he, but would he, jury's out. What he realizes is celebrities endorse a lot of things, but there's not that many celebrities that are like, you know what my thing is? Every kind of salad dressing. <laughs> <laughs> sure, maybe sports drinks, sodas, beer. No. I'm oh a my God. A guy. Newman's own Gatorade? Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> this fucking Newmanade? We're like, oh. <laughs> The sponsor of the Amish Olympic Games. Newman Hayes. He's wearing like a like a sweatband across his forehead on the cover. It's the same picture. 
Yeah. <laughs> you have to shake it for sure. It's like the electrical. Shelby oh, launches it's... another classic riff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you for sure have to shake it. There's separation in the bottle in Numenade. Yeah, yeah. it's the texture of organic peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's just literally salt. It's they're not even trying. Yeah, like it's mm. water with salt in it. Yeah, <laughs> Numenade, check it out. Hey, everybody! If you're enjoying the regular episode of our podcast, I bet you'd enjoy the bonus episode of our podcast. That you can get access to on our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/WhatAtimePod. This week, we talk about a wonderful treasure hunt that Brad Pitt went on under his chateau. We also talk about uh, how Jury Appreciation Week went terribly wrong and nullified a bunch of juries. So check it out. It's a good one. Okay, let's do number three. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to this slug or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> number three. Number three. Uh, this story comes to us from Snowy 1982, uh, which I you have to let me know is your name from the dog from Tintin, because I hope it is, because great dog, top notch. Um, this is a story that comes to us uh, from, thankfully, BBC News, a website that is not built to overload, <laughs> fill your entire RAM on your PC. <laughs> um, <laughs> just basically a website that functions the same way a virus does to just like overwhelm, just run your CPU at top temperature. Anyways, BBC, <laughs> this is from uh, Japan, uh, and there is, this is just... You know, we, we get these stories once in a while where it's just like someone is a living a nightmare that you've imagined multiple times yep. in your life. Yeah. Uh, what it was was this. There was a worker in Japan. Um, he uh, was leaving. And it's just a classic that like you ever remember like, you know, you're at work and then people are like, oh, let's go out for drinks after work. And you're like, I have my backpack or I have my bag with me. I don't really want to bring it to the bar. But you're like, ah, eh, you know, oh, OK, I'll go. And then the worst thing possible happened. <laughs> oh, wow. This guy went buck wild um so he went out he brought his uh his his bag with him this he really he spent several hours drinking in a local restaurant before eventually passing out on the street so that's not an oopsie doopsie that's a little bit uh but i mean isn't that what like all japanese salary men are doing every night that's my impression from the internet and popular culture in america is that like being a japanese businessman is like the scene in Wet Hot American Summer when they go to town. <laughs> like that's they all get into a big pickup truck. And just... <laughs> yeah, they they party hard. And uh, so this guy, uh, you're not going to believe this, but when he woke up on the street, his bag wasn't with him. Uh, and in his bag, can't believe it. Biggest problem here is that uh, he lost his bag, which contained a memory stick. Uh, it contained a thumb drive that has the personal information of the entire city's residents. It includes <laughs> their names, their birth dates, their addresses. It includes tax details, bank account numbers. Now, and did he have this for work? Or yeah, is that's another a recreational thing. pursuit. Yeah, I, I, even if you have that for work, it's like generally the rule is that you don't take it home. Yeah. Like you're not allowed to put that on a thumb drive. Yeah, in general. Like. It's it's one of those things, yeah, it's like, hey, I'll finish this up over the weekend. I'm just going to go ahead and throw the, the personal bank details of everyone who lives in my city. It's like, no, you have to stay at the office until you finish yeah. that. Um, yeah. yeah, and this is not like a little, this is almost half a million people. 
that are on this drive is now the subject of like every government in the world is like <laughs> sending their best men to be like there's a drive out there that's just the kind of intelligence <laughs> also, we would take us three years to collect right does every town have one of these i don't think they should yeah this- i mean i guess like p- tax people have all this right i get like don't they have all this stuff on us i get what like h&r block I guess so. Or, like the IRS. Oh, the IRS? oh yeah, yeah, the IRS does. Like, for sure. the, the, he, I'm assuming he's a government employee, right? He's not. It's not just like, you know, right? Some... He doesn't work at CVS or whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he worked at um, the Pokemon store. I don't know why he had all this information, <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, no, it, it does. Uh, he does uh, good news. Um, the the thumb drive does its password protected. <laughs> So, I, well, that's I, good. It would be good if I, given the given the level of security of this thumb drive. I'm imagining the password is password. Yeah, probably. <laughs> password is the name of the city. It is. If <laughs> yeah, Patty yeah, was that's here, a good one. Patty's opsec like rage would be. This is. He'd be flipping out. <laughs> yeah. Steam would be coming out of his ears. Yeah. What if he comes back from this vacation and he's like so chill? Like he, nothing. <laughs> he doesn't even care about OBSEC anymore. Changed all of his he's... passwords to password. Yep. Stops using incognito browsers. <laughs> yeah. just chill. He changes his passwords to K-Sara-Sara because someone hacks him. That's what's supposed to happen, man. Whatever will be, will be. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this is this this drive is gone. Um they said there's no sign that anyone's attempted to access the information so far, which I don't think you'd even really know. Um, yeah, I. Uh, what do you do? This is one of those <laughs> things where it's like you get everyone in the town to switch names. Yeah, that's what you do. You do a, right a whole a full town witness protection program. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like kind of a, a combination, like a mashup of the witness protection program and musical chairs. <laughs> yeah. Just having this to tell is like everyone. This a movie that Mel Brooks would have made in like yeah. 1978. <laughs> I feel like there's probably some good uh, satire, like some satirical film to be had here. So totally. So, or a play or something. I feel like I feel a like play we can make this happen. Or something. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it has like wide audience appeal, but like I bet someone would write a very arch uh, yeah. satire that like would be kind well of- reviewed on NPR or something. Like you a know? death of Stalin type thing. Yeah, mm. yeah, like a death of Stalin type thing. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody get on that. Armando (laughs) Iannucci, I know you're listening. (laughs) I love this. So you think Adam McKay and Armando Iannucci listen to our podcast? I'm sure of it. Probably, right? It's a great podcast. At least one of them. One or the other, at the very least. Yeah. At the very least. Yeah. Yeah, man. But yeah, so I guess it's good that no one is... uh, I, I feel like the problem is, like, how big is this town? If somebody took his backpack, they're going to see the news about this and be like, oh, shit, I guess that thumb drive I have from that backpack I stole is very valuable. Yeah, exactly. You know? I mean, I think you probably sh- just stick it in your computer. Like, I th- if you, I mean, if you were a criminal and you stole a backpack, like, you'd, uh, would you that? stick a USB stick in your, and just be like, what's on here? I feel like I'd Probably be not. I'd be like, this might be a disease. A disease? Be, a yeah. computer disease? A computer STI. <laughs> like, it might give me a virus. Yeah. Uh, that would be a pretty, like, that would be like a long play to just leave a backpack with a virus. We're getting into <laughs> spy craft now. This is, <laughs> it is tough. I'm into it. Yeah. But, um. I don't know. I'm not just sticking things in my computer ports willy nilly. It's also so like few it. 
I mean, I guess if you're trying to commit identity theft, right, if that's part of your the scope of your criminality, right. then you probably do. Then you're like, I bet this person has like a tax document or like some business thing that like I can steal their social, you know, the equivalent totally. of a social security number. Yeah. But if that's not what you're doing, if you're just like, I just want like, uh, I hope this guy has 80 bucks and a credit card that I can use to buy a gaming chair, <laughs> then you probably don't. <laughs> Yeah, no, it it really is like this guy in stealing one backpack has stolen the entire town's backpacks mm-hmm. all at once. <laughs> stealing this sounds a, like a job for Dora the Explorer yeah. for some reason. <laughs> stealing, st- stealing a backpack that just folding in on it. It's like stealing the p- plastic bags under somebody's sink where there's just every bag contained within <laughs> one bag. Just an endless <laughs> unfolding of... I mean, found the Ur backpack. Yeah. I would say if this <laughs> that is... That is the densest uh, matter known to man. Somebody has just all bags inside bags inside bags. It's just infinite. Uh-huh. I want to discover the most, who has the most of that under their sink. Who has the I, biggest I inherited bag. My dad is going for the record. We're getting when close. my grandparents died, I inherited their back their uh plastic bag collections and i've combined all five of my grandparents oh it's an heirloom yeah 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 Yeah. it's like a rubber band ball it's It's the size of a refrigerator (laughs) there are it's it's in a place of honor in my apartment you can't even take it apart because inside the innermost bag is a a disease that hasn't been seen in a decade or whatever century it's like when the glaciers melt like you can't undo the bags yeah it was well my my grandfather his this is kind of cute his his mother would send him out every week to the polio store to get just a little polio <laughs> to keep the kids. It was before the vaccine. You would yeah. just get a little polio and it would keep the kids inoculated. Mm, and so one touch. of the bags has that in it. Yeah. Right. They used to put it so in egg creams. You go down to the mall shop and <laughs> dust it with polio and asbestos. <laughs> um, yeah, it was from, well, they, would, they would go down to Polio Paul's in the north end of Boston, <laughs> It was which they didn't really serve Jews back then. So my grandfather had to tell them that, that his name was Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Rick kind of a Jewish name? <laughs> it's not that Jewish. I don't think I, I, it does not have Jewish connotations. I feel like me. if you're a, a, a Richard, you go Richard or Rich if you're Jewish, and you go Rick. It, Rick, Rick feels a little the less Gentile yeah. version. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I would just go Big, super. Um, my name's my name's uh, Rick Stewart. <laughs> And I would like one of your polio egg creams. And then he'd bring it home on his bicycle and he would put five straws in it and he and his siblings would drink the egg cream together. Aww. In their one big yeah. bed that they all live in. <laughs> Four of them died of polio. Yeah. And they would just hope they won that chocolate factory contest like everybody else in the in the city. The only way out in those days was to win the chocolate factory <laughs> you had contest. To win chocolate. The only way to change your standing in life was to inherit Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. You make it to the NBA, you become a famous rapper, or you inherit a chocolate factory. <laughs> yeah. That's the only way out, man. Mm-hmm. Anyway, good luck to this Japanese town, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a really big problem. I hope they figure it out. Yeah. Gotta get a life lock on that shit. <laughs> I, I think he should – I would love to see – we should bring back um, handcuffing things to your wrist. Oh, like yeah. A, like mm. a briefcase and a heist movie. I think the big – USB drive. I think the big reason they stopped <laughs> handcuffing things to wrist was because it's like the biggest sign that whatever's in your, the briefcase is really important. <laughs> right. Like in a regu- – you would, you would just have a regular-looking briefcase. Yeah. <laughs> right. No one would bother you. Yeah. The fact yeah. that you've chosen to handcuff it to yourself yeah. really makes us wonder. It's like, oh, we'll just it write – It makes we'll, – We'll just write, do not steal on the briefcase. (laughs) If you have a a 
briefcase cuffed to your wrist. The message you're sending is that whatever's in here is more valuable than my hand. Yeah. So good luck. Yeah, absolutely. It also seems like anything that's in a briefcase that's handcuffed is inherently valuable enough that someone will cut off a hand for it. Exactly. That's what I mean. It's more valuable than a hand. You take a flyer on it, right? You're just like, well, you got to see what's in there. This is why I washed out of the CIA. I I got into a huge fight about them handcuffing something to my wrist. And I was like, it just doesn't (laughs) seem practical to me. Well, do you think people have ever handcuffed something to their wrist? And when when you get into it, you cut off their hand, you get into it, and you're just like a baseball card collection? (laughs) You're like, oh, he was going to get this stuff put in the briefcase it's not <laughs> in there yet he, he didn't realize he didn't have to handcuff it going to the place or he'd already left but he was like i don't want to lose the briefcase might as i got yeah. this handy handcuff right no, here he just handcuffed it because yeah. it was like loud like like the handcuff was jangling he was like I just, this is annoying me you know like having yeah, change in your pocket mean. like when you kind of tie up your drawstring even though you don't need it tighter you just don't want them dangling around yeah exactly. i handcuffed my pants to my shirt so no one can pants me <laughs> But now people want to pants you so bad because they think you have the world's most valuable there? butt cheeks. This guy must yeah. have a real fucked up dick if he's handcuffing his pants to his shirt. I gotta see it. It's probably made of plutonium or something. <laughs> it's extremely valuable. That's the thing. It's made of solid gold. Yeah. We must pants him. Guys, we just reinvented the movie Gold Member. This is all around. But yes, best of luck to everyone in... This city in Japan who might not own their identity anymore. <laughs> Number two. Number two. Number two. Uh, this story comes to us from, drumroll please, Piss Christ in the Discord. Uh, this story is very gross. Um, I'm pretty <laughs> upset about it. Uh, there's a huge bacteria, you guys. They found the biggest bacteria they've ever found. Oh, great. It is as Big as an eyelash and about the same size and shape. And uh, this has been found in Guadalupe in the Lesser Antilles, which uh, I think is like a beautiful paradise. So I guess it's ruined now. Yeah. I guess we, no one wants to go there because there is uh, a bacteria visible to the human eye, yeah. which my favorite description of this is uh, one of the people investigating this said, to understand how gigantic this is for a bacterium, it's the same as if we were to find a human as tall as Mount Everest. <laughs> Which, to be clear, would also be a massive discovery. <laughs> I, You know what? I believe he exists but doesn't want to be found. Yeah. He's hiding. Yeah. Which is extremely difficult for him. It's very hard to hide. Well, he I mean, he has to lie down all the time because if he stands up, he can't breathe and he'll die. Oh, yeah. He pretends to be a bunch of smaller mountains by lying down. You mean super yeti, right? <laughs> yeah. He's just chilling. Yeah. But, that's uh, what the Loch Ness monster is, just this huge guy standing in a lake so that no one can see him. Yeah, he's <laughs> I guess he's just waiting in the Mariana Trench or something. Yeah, so yeah, he knows yeah. He's out there. Yeah, he has a little straw to get air, and then people see the tip of the straw and they're like, "Oh my god, it's a fucking brachiosaurus or whatever the one is." I don't know, plesiosaurus. Look, we if covered dinosaurs a, earlier. If they're a human as tall as my Everest, I'm imagining he's he's that tall, but like the same width as a normal human. <laughs> yeah, like, he's just like a big noodle. This guy. Yeah. Oh, he wouldn't be able to stand up at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I don't think I think yeah, the I biggest guess his problem here would just break instantly. Yeah, you can. Yeah. They you would find him because you would constantly going my bones yeah. <laughs> in a voice as loud as a thousand thunderstorms. Yeah, yeah. that's his call. My bones. It does seem like a kind of a big medical problem. This guy, you know, <laughs> a lot of things. A don't think he would most likely live to adulthood to be grow as big as Mount Everest. Well, doctors um, thought he wouldn't, but. He's defying all expectations. For this to even be physically possible, it would have to be the end of an incredible chain of slowly growing people that eventually produced (laughs) a woman who could birth a man that is the size of Mount Everest. It's like a disgusting evolution chart. (laughs) And people are like, "Um, when are you due? And and she's like, weirdly, I'm only at like seven and a half months, and she's the size of Seattle. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, it worked for this bacteria, so yeah. I feel like it's possible. Um, yeah, they're just like, uh, it's crazy that it like can be this big because there are also s- significant engineering problems for a bacteria to grow this big. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's covered in membranes that uh, produce energy. So I guess it's just like it has like little mouths all over. Oh, it, great! Much perfect. Yeah, it's cool. It's exactly what you want. <laughs> yeah, nice. It's very good. <laughs> Uh, um, I don't know if that's, yeah. it's weird because it's like, it's almost feels like part of it is the fact that you can see it just kind of shatters the thing of like, cause we're all covered in bacteria constantly all the time, right. but we sure. never have to deal with it. And then as soon as we can see one, we're like, gross. It's disgusting. No, <laughs> yeah. I don't want a big bacteria on me. The little ones can stay. Yeah. I don't want to be covered in little eyelashes that yeah. are alive. It's like, no, the, it's like, just, it's the difference between like a mouse and a rat where the rat is just way worse. We're just like, this yeah. is too big of this. This is too big of a version yeah. of this. Yes. Agreed. It's like, I know they're probably here, but I don't want to see this. Yeah. Yeah. It also feels like I said before we started, I feel like this is just a bug at that point. This is not a bacteria. <laughs> this is no longer uh, in the class of bacteria. It's just a noodly bug. Yeah, it's a bacteria-like bug that I don't want any part of. Yeah, we got to call it something different. Yeah, right. There needs to be a new a new name for that. Like, it, right? It's going to be like I don't know an uh oh worm. Just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> a gross lash. <laughs> yeah. A... Well, like, what makes something a bacteria? Oh, boy. We are not. <laughs> yeah, this is... You're going to earnestly ask me that question? <laughs> That's one of those things where it's like, uh, I absolutely don't know, and yet I feel like anyone who doesn't know is an idiot, yeah. even though I also don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I hope right. our listeners Anyone's- like hearing my mechanical keyboard go, and then me still not understand what a bacteria is. <laughs> yep. Anytime this is like how anytime I meet someone who's smarter than me, I assume they're a vegetarian. I, it's like <laughs> I assume they also know what a bacteria is. <laughs> or that, what bacteria are? That I feel like that's like a, a not a terrible assumption in this day and age when right? you meet a smart person. Like. Mm. I feel like people who are smarter than me often are vegetarian. It would never occur to me to assume and that, but like I Google, I jump to that so fast. I'm like, ah, oh, they're pretty smart and cool. <laughs> I, I bet they like make their own like quinoa burgers. Uh-huh. And- <laughs> also, I typed it into Google, and Google just gave me the Wikipedia entry for bacteria, which makes me feel even stupider. Where it's just like, that's not what I need. I need you need to tell me what it is. <laughs> I can't be reading and not understanding more stuff. I mean, right. Sometimes Wikipedia is not for for us. 
Yeah. Sometimes it's bacteria like- controversy causes a lot of diseases. <laughs> right, I need I need it to be Criticism. that simple. I can't have Wikipedia be like for scientists by scientists, fuzzbuzz or whatever. Yeah, I thought it was like maybe they were just one cell, but then they say it only often consisting of one cell. Mm. Yeah, I'm on the same page, and I feel like uh, the first sentence is not as specific as you would want, which makes me feel less stupid. Yeah. There's a lot of qualifiers, like, too. Oh, it's a free-living organism that sometimes has one cell? That describes all life, right? <laughs> that isn't parasitic, I guess. Yeah. That's, like, that's everything. So, yeah, man. Please do not write in and tell us what a bacteria is. We do not want to know. Don't. Keep it I'm to yourself. You. Nothing it to- in my life will improve if you tell me what a bacteria <laughs> is. That's part of your job as a scientist is to live with the knowledge of what a bacteria is. <laughs> You have to endure this so the rest of us can be blissfully you know, ignorant. It is last, not my problem. Yeah. The last few years, people have really been into the kind of mantra of like trust science. And part of trust is, I don't got to know. <laughs> yeah. Keep it to yourself. And I believe you, scientists. I don't need I don't need to trust but verify. I do not need to verify. I just no. trust. It's fine. Yeah. I take your word for it. Look, I believe yeah. that the earth is round. But also, it's not really any of my business. I live yeah. in one place on it, so <laughs> the place you, I live on live in is flat, yeah. and that's all I need. And to even if you about. lived in multiple places, like when I travel, I'm not thinking about like, oh, we got to get this airplane higher up off the ground because the <laughs> Earth is bendy there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm it's not worried so, about it hitting the curve of it. Why my problem? When people are flat earthers. What do they think we should be doing differently? That is a good question. What are your What are your structural reforms, flat earthers? Because yeah. what do you want us to do, do about it, dude? Because <laughs> I I live like you were saying. I live as if the Earth is flat. Yeah, they're. They I mean, don't want I guess, anyone to but dig. also I live as if the Earth was round because there's totally. no difference yeah. in how I would live. That's what I mean. It's like if <laughs> if you were to be like, actually, science says that it's flat. I'm not like, oh shit, I gotta get uh. <laughs> get grippier shoes yeah. or whatever it would be good if they were all like really anti-drilling because that was their big concern is mm. that they were going to go through they're go like, through the earth yeah yeah they're like of course i'm anti-fracking i think the earth is flat and you're going to break it in half and we're all going to tumble Ooh. Well, Wait, i think we can maybe convince people of that yes. i feel like that's good it's so it. this i every time i like learn a little bit about flat earth i'm always like theories i'm always like but how thick is it cuz there's a point at which it's so thick that it's like functionally not really flat right it's like a big thick disk like do you think the earth is 1 inch thick there are that there is a are, good question i truly there are so many huge logical problems with the earth being <laughs> flat i don't know if i people have covered this but in the in the last week tonight well in the last week tonight writers room we would occasionally watch flat earth documentaries just to be like what's going on there and they they there's you guys are having kyrie like, irving on soon like, <laughs> <laughs> ask him to fucking explain it he there was like the theory is that there's no poles to the earth right it's mm. like a two mile thick ice wall yeah yeah that's the end of the earth but then they also some of them don't believe in space yeah they, yeah, got a they lot think it's a stuff. projection right and you're like but then what's there my 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 kind of thing that i like to think about with it is like i would like to talk and ask what does the bottom look like because does it look like a yeah. sort of shell silverstein end of the sidewalk situation like 
or right where it's just kind of like lint clinging to it and some roots yeah. dangling down from trees. Yeah, because otherwise, if you're going to say that the bottom also has like flora and fauna, then there's there there's now literally a, an upside down. So right, but, then, then there's then you can't <laughs> say it's flat anymore. If there's like stuff on the bottom, yeah, then it's reversible. Congrats, bitch! Now you're a disc earther. Now you're a <laughs> not even a disc. You're like a cube earther. Like. <laughs> There can't be like more stuff on the bottom. No. Or that that's you're a th- you. It's a three D versus a two D problem. No, see, I guess this is how we win: is we convince them <laughs> that there are more and more flat faces on this this you know polyhedron that is the Earth until there are so many flat faces that it effectively becomes a sphere. A circle. Round. Yeah, yeah. Sphere. and then and then we win. I we solved don't, it. I don't know. Like I spent all yesterday arguing with dummies on Twitter. And I still don't think I would spend time if someone was like, prove to me that the earth is round. I'd be like, why? What are you going to do? No, it is like it is like a much more quaint uh, type of insane belief, given the given how damaging so many insane beliefs that we have to deal with in our day to day lives as Americans. Yeah. Like, yes. Flat Earth is such a harmless one. I'm like, no, I'm not going to argue with you about this. But you're like, it, I'm going to get you on my side on all the important stuff. You can keep believing the Earth is flat. It I is don't care. rarely a freestanding conspiracy theory, right? right? It's not usually like, I yeah, I think the Earth is flat, but I don't think that the government is run a, uh, by a bunch of pedophile Democrats <laughs> yeah. and Donald yeah. Trump is actually secretly the president yeah, like, trying to take them down from the inside. Right, like if was, unfortunately. If there, was, if there was a lawmaker that was like normal on everything but thought the Earth was flat, <laughs> it would just be like, all right, man, like what legislation are they even going to try sure. to pass? Like, what do you do about it? I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'd vote for them. Who cares? I think... That, that, you know, people talk about no political litmus test or, like, should we have a political litmus test? That is not one of mine. <laughs> Absolutely. It is so far down the list. So, it's so far, far down, the, down list. the list. Yeah. <laughs> it's, there's so many things that are, like, a higher priority that, like, even, like... It just doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, they would sound ridiculous all the time, but because they would yeah. bring it up. That's why it's they impossible would bring to it argue up. That is true. Because they're like, but, prove it. And I'd be like, Why? I don't they're never going to be like they're never going to be like the earth is flat which is why we can't have universal health care. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. Anyway. Yeah. Good luck to this bacterium. <laughs> Science chat. Science chat. Let's do number 1. A bit of a radio lab ourselves here. <laughs> and this week's number 1 reason to say what a time to be alive. Uh, the number one story this week, this is another one that I just enjoy. This is, uh, from, uh, on the discord, welcome to the stage and ally, uh, spelled as if it's a name and a N N E ally. So it's kind of a whole, it's a good username that, that paints a picture, you know, um, <laughs> this is, <laughs> I just love this story because it, first of all, it hits on something that I continually think is funny, which is how long tortoises live, which just <laughs> yeah. is so fucked up. <laughs> like, I, I really feel like this is like a staple of the comedy on our podcast is that we all think it is so funny how long this <laughs> lives. Yeah. It's, it's bizarre. It comes up a lot. It's, it's just very funny. At, at, at the very least, it's inconvenient. Like, it's just... <laughs> it is like you shouldn't be able to own something that, like, will outlive you. Yeah. I don't think that's it's, appropriate. It's weird that tortoise... It, to, every tortoise is like a like a... 92 year old general store owner where it's like 
I, they've lived so long, but have never like had the opportunity to leave their hometown, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just because they move so slow. Like I, you know, I don't know what what level of consciousness tortoises have, but they can't be hitting year two fifty and be like, "More, please!" Like, right, like I simply tortoise- have not eaten enough leaf yet. I have to. <laughs> There's going to be a pretty low ceiling on tortoise wisdom. <laughs> like, yeah. I think they discover, like, slow and steady wins the race yeah. by, like, age 15. No, if tortoises could talk, they'd be fucking racist as shit. They're, like, born. <laughs> like, he's from another time. Yeah. They'd be like, where's yeah, the no, Silk I've... Road? It's like, oh, God, man. Those fucking... I feel like there's a limit on tor- uh, tortoise wisdom and also, like, tortoise dreams. Like... <laughs> They just, they, they don't, I, I feel like their aspirations are not that high. Because like you said, they really only move like 250 square feet in their lifetime. Yeah. So yeah. like, they're not like, they're not accomplishing much. You know? Right. Like a tortoise like tells his parents like, someday I'm going to go in that shade over there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, imagine the fucking power of living in a zoo and watching like four generations of humans die. Like, yeah, the people while that you stand you. on a rock, <laughs> yeah, and the, the world crumbles like, around you. I'm a fucking god. <laughs> <laughs> I see you, you outlive all the people who feed you and keep you alive. They're your slaves. Yeah, they're your servants. Your enemies. They, they you outlive all of them unless they're tortoise enemies. Unless they're tortoises, yeah. that's a problem. So, so here's the story. This is what happened with us. That I just like lo- this very much that. So this story begins in the 1980s. There's a family in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, the Almeidas. They bought uh, they bought their kid a pet tortoise, which first of all is why? (laughs) What are you like? Don't buy somebody a tortoise, like we said. I mean, I guess that's a good lesson if you're like buying your kid a pet to teach him about responsibility and like the permanence. And it's like if this dies, it was definitely your fault because. Because, right, it wasn't gonna on its own. (laughs) Buying someone a tortoise is, like, something I would have, like, done for, like, a woman I dated for three months in my mid-twenties who didn't like me. And I was like, hey, (laughs) but we got this tortoise, right? We gotta stay together. together. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So they bought... It's really the animal version of, like, mailing someone an envelope of glitter or something. (laughs) Just life-bombing somebody with a tortoise. Yeah, I think I said I wrote a sketch once about somebody who like just in a panic there was like during looting just looted a turtle and then was like uh, I really don't know what to do with this. Um, but yeah, so so this they they bought a tortoise for they named the tortoise Manuela, and it was the pet of an eight year old their eight year old daughter. Then they renovated their house and the tortoise disappeared. Um, the builder that was working on the house had left the gate open, so they assumed the tortoise had run away, which is not really what they can do. But um, so, <laughs> yeah. How, how negligent were you as a pet owner that you're like, I think the tortoise got away? Yeah, yeah that's I. You can't this be looking like a, for it that yeah. hard at that point. It's gonna be would, like a Home Alone yeah. situation. Like we forgot Manuela. What are you like one of the one of the security guards from Goldeneye? How did a tortoise? <laughs> Sneak by you, um, but so it, it so it's 1980s. They don't even say. I don't. I don't think. Um, I don't think that uh, they even remember the exact year they got it. So it was the 1980s, and then so it disappears during renovation. They think it ran away. Um, 
they go they go around and ask their neighbors they're like hey did anybody see a tortoise and everyone said no and so they go okay the tortoise is gone 30 years later in 2013 uh the dad died and so when he died they went through all of his stuff and as part of that they went into the attic and when they went into the attic <laughs> they, one of their neighbors was like they're getting rid of everything one of their neighbors goes hey are you going to throw this turtle away <laughs> which first of all is an insane thing to ask And Why then, was that their first Is job? anyone using this turtle? <laughs> so they go and they look in and then they go, oh, holy fuck, it's Manuela. It's our tortoise. They then, this is how fucked up tortoises are. <laughs> they call the eight-year-old who had owned the tortoise and lost it, who is now a mother. She's 38 years old. <laughs> Comes back and she's like, oh, my tortoise. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so is it like alive? It was alive. They think it was eating termites in the attic for 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like maybe the, like the tortoise was up there just like crafting traps <laughs> and catching little animals just like like Rambo style, yeah. just kind of like using survivalist tactics. Yeah. This is like fucking hereditary. Yeah. This is like terrifying to me that this tortoise is just up there. Yeah. And so now they found it. This is, it's now 10 years later. It was 40 years after going missing. Apparently, they also found out it's not, it's a, they misidentified it and it's a male tortoise. So they were like, they didn't even get that right in the beginning. Um, and they, <laughs> they clearly weren't paying a lot of attention to this thing. Yeah. And now, this is, this is how fucked up again tortoises are. They just gave it to her granddaughter. This is two <laughs> generations later, and they're like, this, like, can you imagine being and a kid? And like her, too. Like, like, if you're a kid, and you're, like, still trying to understand the full world, and your mom is like, here, this was my pet when I was your age. It looks the same. You'd be like, I am shaken to my core. Like, what yeah, the fuck I is happening? Yeah, I feel like that's, like, right around the age where you kind of learn about, especially because, like, her grandfather just died, mm -hmm. right? Like, they talked about how they found this tortoise when... The grandfather died. So this little kid is learning about death yeah. for like probably the first time. And then they're like, oh, by the way, here's this immortal being yeah. Yeah, that here's used an, to belong here's the loophole, to me. Because like, if you're one of these guys, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. lie. This is, this is yeah, what you have to understand is this happens to everyone except this turtle. <laughs> this one does. It never happens. It will be around long after you're gone. Um, the idea of a, of a turtle or a tortoise watching like five generations of a family live and die. It's like a Gabriel Garcia Marquez. It is. It totally is. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. This is, you mentioned Watchmen. This is a, a fucking turtle on Mars being like, I tire of these people. <laughs> <laughs> Their little thoughts. And meanwhile, the turtle is just like, I wonder if I got any more of those good dormites in the corner. <laughs> like, that's all he ever thinks for 250 years. Yeah. Just yeah. like, my belly is scratching. <laughs> I'm going to put. Yeah, here's... just watching the fucking wheel of fortune turning for everyone around you. And all you think about is termite and eating leaf. Yeah. That's all you want in the world. <laughs> all tortoise want is eat leaf and never die. Uh, <laughs> I show you guys a picture of this tortoise is just sitting in a pile of junk. It's just, <laughs> just, 
not a care in the world. Just, just fucking just existing. Just existing more than anything has ever existed in the are history sure, of the world. Are we sure it's the same tortoise? Or does this this family also could just have an infestation of one chill tortoise? <laughs> yeah, they asked that, but I'm also like, well, how the fuck does a tortoise get in your attic if you don't and again, how do how would it get to your attic without anyone noticing? Just the like fucking Pink Panther music playing for two months while it gets all the way up there. It's like boom, 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 Yeah, unlikely. Um, oh god, this. <laughs> What's up, guys? Just <laughs> fucked. Oh <up>. hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like how fast uh, does time oh. move for them? I'm. That's just... <laughs> It's shaking people, me. People live and die in like the blink of a tortoise fucking clear membrane eyelid. <laughs> and it's just like, what yeah. What happened to Alonzo? And they're like, Alonzo's dead. Yeah. And the tortoise just starts crying. They're just watching as like, like built empires crumble. And they're just, it's moving like a, like a, a fucking time lapse video on YouTube. Yeah, man. <laughs> It's 100 years of solitude shit. Being a tortoise is like watching a time-lapse video on YouTube called, like, Passage of Generations. <laughs> it's like Their life watching, is just like... watching fucking Baraka. It's just that. <laughs> that's what's going on in a tortoise's mind all the time. Yeah. The tortoise is, like, on the wrong side of World War One. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. He has strong opinions about Franz Ferdinand. Just wild. He thinks he deserves. He thinks he got what he had coming to him. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well. Well, I'm I'm glad he's, he's safe this tortoise now. Lived I guess. Through Franz Ferdinand, the guy, and Franz Ferdinand, <laughs> the band. He has opinions on both of them. Personal. <laughs> he's kind of a prick. <laughs> like a textbook of modern history. A tortoise is like. There for like half of it, like, like yeah. a huge brick of this. <laughs> oh, the, yeah. I can't tell Yo. if this is like thoughtful and smart or just something like, "Wow, these are very stupid people," and <laughs> are like mind blown by tortoises. <laughs> I don't know if I feel I thoughtful think more or dumb. Things I know this is like a very like common like weedy thought, but I feel like we should allow our minds to be blown more. I feel like because. We because everything feels so explicable now. We're mm-hmm. like it's like we're expected to oh, know yeah. stuff, and like if you don't know stuff, it's it's like dumb. But I feel like we've lost culturally just a little bit of like oh shit what, <laughs> and I feel like we need to get some of that back. Yeah, yeah. That's why like I'm not I'm not looking any of this up on Wikipedia. I'm just taking uh, taking everyone's word for it. Same that and the giant bacteria. It's just like all right. Crazy. Don't explain it to me, please. It's like a man the size of Mount Everest. I'm (laughs) glad that someone said that to me today. Right. (laughs) I'm just going to think about that while I walk around for a while. Just feeling stupid. Being like, that just like exists. And then, because here's the thing about it. Proportionally, it is like if if a, a human were the size of Mount Everest. But like, realistically, 
it's still the size of an eyelash. And you're like, oh, I would still step on that without noticing. Yeah. This is, like, nothing to me. Right. Oh. This thing that, like, breaks all records and, like, completely shatters categories of uh, of classification. Is... I destroyed it by sneezing. Yeah. How <laughs> yeah. are we even sure giant tortoises are a, d- a separate species? Maybe they've just been around growing for a long fucking time. <laughs> it's got yeah. big. I know since that's people, not correct. Please don't. Since before people <laughs> saw them. Since people yeah. before. People just thought that they were like a real ambitious boulder or something like that. <laughs> Boulders got dreams. This boulder it's can going think. Places. I, I I was googling some tortoise stuff to double check their lifespans, and I found I'm, I haven't read it, but there is just a post on Reddit that says pet tortoise pros and cons, and I feel like the con is probably that it lives 150 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just. Tortoise, like a tortoise, every relationship, every person it meets, it just hears November rain <laughs> in its head. Just like, this isn't going to last. Yeah. My God. Well. Well, on that thoughtful uh, and reflective note about how uh, dumb we all are, shall we, shall we do plugs? Let's do sure. it. Plugs, 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 plugs. Everybody! In true what a time to be live fashion, we did not warn Josh about the plug song. Of course not. Why would we? It was as delightful as finding out that there's a tortoise in the attic. Well, speaking of Josh and plugs, you got to plug your the the excellent special people should check out. I've got thank you. I've got a new stand-up special. It's called People Pleaser. It's available for rent and purchase on all the VOD sites. Um, it's it's an hour. It's I think it's a lot of fun. It's some, um, excuse me. There's a lot of bits on it that are newish, and then a couple ones that I just have never put on a special before that I've been doing for a little while. And I think like hopefully people will be excited to like catch up if you're if you know about me now, but are just finding out about me. Uh, I think it'll be like a nice like oh this is what this guy's like. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited for people to see it and it's, people have been so lovely about it coming out, uh, about it coming out and I appreciate you having me on. And I would also say like, um, I feel like we went two hours without really addressing it, but donate to local abortion oh, funds. Yes. And yeah. And yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Abortionfunds.org is a good place to go. That's yeah. the national network of abortion funds. That's who needs your money. It goes directly to help people who need abortions, how to pay for them, transportation to places where they could get them, lodging, that kind of stuff. Uh, definitely do that. Abortionfunds.org. And, uh, you can't you watch else? my special I'd... there. No. Um, <laughs> you cannot watch Josh's special there, unfortunately. Not, yeah. Yet. Yet. No. But um, <clears throat> Jesus and Mara's on hiatus for the summer, but we'll be back in September. And uh, so I'm, and I'm doing a couple stand-up dates. I'm going to Bloomington, Indiana. I'm doing a couple of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me live shows this summer. So, and I'm, I'm going up to Boston to do Zach Sherwin's crossword show, crossword show. Uh, and that's all at joshgondelman.com, my, all my tour dates. Check it out. Well, thanks, Josh. Thank Check you. it out. Yeah. Um, we are at uh, patreon.com slash whatatimepod. You get access to uh, a bonus episode every week. We have over 200 of them in the back catalog. We have uh, movie commentary tracks. Uh, we do a monthly live stream. Our next one is going to be this Thursday, the 30th, uh, for patrons only. A uh, bunch of other stuff. You can watch us do the Death Nut Challenge and a bunch of other videos like that, live show video. Uh, we, you also, if you sign up, get a, uh, half off coupon, $5 off 
for our live show July 8th at the Gutter in Williamsburg. It's going to be really fun. We're really excited about it. So definitely come to that. Uh, you can join our Discord for free. That's for everybody. If you want access to those story submission channels, uh, that's for $10 a month patrons. And uh, what a time pod on Twitter, what a time pod.com, what a time pod on Instagram. We also have a big cartel shop where, again, patrons get free shipping. Uh, we have a bunch of good stuff on there hats, t shirts, mugs, all kinds of stuff. Is there anything I'm forgetting, Eli? I think that's everything. Hell yeah. Um, and I got nothing yeah, I going don't... on. Wait, do you still have the um, the sh- the T-shirt that's like I'm? <laughs> the, the... I was born in Massachusetts. Oh, yeah, we, have we to absolutely add it. do, my friend. No, it's, it's on there. It's on the big cartel. Yeah. Okay. I cherish that T-shirt. <laughs> Me too. I I have a big one that I wear to sleep in. I wear oh, last night. I love that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love Dunkin' Donuts. I believe in it. <laughs> I worship an ancient ocean god. god. <laughs> Yeah. And I love Duncan. Very good. I worship a tortoise, the <laughs> great tortoise. Truly, I lo- I wear the shirt, and people just are like, they, when when they scan it, they just think it's like a real thing about me. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like I'm from Massachusetts, check, and it ends with, and I love Duncan. But in between, it's just total chaos, and people are like, all right, I guess he's got he found religion or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> found religion. It's the elder gods. <laughs> yep. Well, that's yeah. No, I think you're right. That's what tortoises are. Mm-hmm. So it works out. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you.